You poured the brandy, baby, dressed the tree. I got the table looking Christmassy. Wrapped up presents, lit all the lights up, it's true. What can be wrong with all this right? Somebody's light is not so bright. One thing here could use some cheer, and that's you. Because everyone you know and everyone you don't are wearing Christmas sweaters, so it's crazy that you won't put your Christmas sweater on. It's got to be done. We have live return music this morning here. Tickets, White Elephant Christmas Gift to the P1. That's Jacob Dedimore, Deddy, bringing you Christmas songs, sounds of the season, every return this morning. He's uh, just a beautiful voice. It's spectacular. Gorgeous. It really adds a lot. Great job. And, by the way, he's wearing a full Santa Claus outfit this morning while <laughs> singing is. these songs. Looks great. Sounds great. Is that a comfortable outfit, Deddy? Um, it's thin, so that helps. Okay, good. I wondered if we were going to get Longhorn Santa with the uh, the burnt orange Santa suit, but I, <laughs> we couldn't find it on short notice. The, the Santa suit was DJ's idea, so. Well, the uh, morning crew is me, Junior. I'm in my normal time slot, but everybody else is new to the mornings, or at least uh, new today to the morning. Sean Bass has been in Morning Drive before, and he's with us, and DJ Ringenberg also both have done morning drive tickers. We have Bob Sturm, we have Matt McLaren, we have Kevin Landrum, Jay King on the board, and of course, Deddy providing the music. And coming up at 8.15, one of my favorite game shows that we play here on this station, Sean is going to host Athlete, Coworker, or Country Music Star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And Bob and I are going to be the contestants. And, and you're I- a veteran, but I don't think Bob's ever played. Have you heard this, Bob? I, I have heard it. Okay. But I'm looking forward to challenging one of the greats in, in the game's history. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, sometimes we're made to look pretty silly when we don't know Rangers and Cowboys. But <laughs> but that's coming up at 8.15. Okay. All right. In this segment, we're going to do some fun sports hypotheticals. And as I was planning this segment yesterday, last night I actually got a text message from a buddy of mine who is in sports media And he was at an NBA basketball game, and he said that in the press room, this hypothetical broke out. So I thought, what great timing. I will bring it to the air tomorrow. So here it is. This is what they were kicking around in the press room. Who is the youngest basketball Hall of Famer that you could beat in one-on-one today? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So the answer that they all agreed on... We can start at the oldest. They all agreed that they could beat 95-year-old Bob Cousy in one-on-one today. Okay, that's exactly who I just Googled. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, he can't be holding up. Not that I'm holding up, but I'd like to think I could perhaps shake Bob Cousy at age 95. And then they thought, it's probably got to be a guard, a smaller guard like Cousy, because if you pick a big man, even if they're advanced in years, they're still going to be able to post you up. Right. Okay. So work your way down the age ladder. What about 86-year-old guard Lenny Wilkins? 
I, 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 I would think, think so. so. I think so. I think I think you could do that. How old is Tommy Heinsohn right now? He's got to be up there. He's got to be in his around 90. Is oh, he still with us? Oh, he died three years okay. ago at the I age of 86. Yeah. Way to I'd go. I'd like to apologize. I'd be able to get past that guy. To yeah. the family of Tommy Heinsohn. What about 85-year-old Oscar Robertson? Yes. The he's big O? 6'5". Dude. But he's 85. Could you beat him in one-on-one? Let's say we're playing to 10. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, again, that would be... He averaged a triple double. Yeah, but, he, he, <laughs> but he's 85. It doesn't matter. He's not moving well. Can you get real physical with him? You can do can whatever you whatever it takes to win. You could run out of one the time to make him take a charge. He'd break his hip. Tip him over. <laughs> Jerry Lucas is 6'8". So we're talking about the oldest big man I could find. And there may be one older. But Jerry Lucas, 6'8". He's uh, 83 years old. At 83, you, you got to think anybody over 80. But at 6'8", could he just stand under the basket and score on you every time? Uh, Big E, Elvin Hayes is 78 oh, Junes. But how? 6'9"? Yeah. Although they shrink as we shrink as we get older. They, like I'm not human. We shrink as we get older. So maybe he's 6'8", 6'7", now. Like we all agree. D- Dr. J's off the table. He would still beat us. He would drill us at yeah. age 73. Yeah. He looks great. He moves well. Doesn't look like his body hurts too much. And I think for a while he was dunking on his birthday every year. Yeah. Probably till age 70. Don't what? know if he still does that bit. What about 75-year-old Tiny Archibald at about six feet tall? Could you, Bob, you're tall. Could you post him up? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I doubt it. Like, I'm looking at Bill Walton right now, and you see how badly Bill has moved for years. Yeah. Like, when he calls a game on TV, it just looks like it hurts for him to even get to the scorer's table. He can't be in any condition to move. No. But what if he can flip a switch for, like, ten minutes and just cook you? That's a good one, though, because he can't move, but he's still seven feet tall. So he could score on you, probably. Right. We'd have to play one-on-one full court, and then I would die of exhaustion on the second trip up and down the floor. So that (laughs) I don't think any advantage would be gained, and he'd still be a foot taller. Okay, next sports hypothetical. Robert Parrish also in that mix. I don't want any part of the Chiefs. You are not beating the Chiefs. He would take me apart. I agree. Okay, next hypothetical. You guys can be the best ever in your sport... For one possession or one play, what sport would you take and what would you do with your superpowers for that one play? The coach will put you into the game no matter what. Your teammates will be fine with it no matter what. All of that is taken care of. As an example, you could check into a Cowboys game as a kicker and boot a 91-yard field goal. And you would have the NFL record for all time. But that is that's your only moment using the superpower. It's only good for one play or one possession. Like basketball possession. Football play. I think my answer has changed over the years, but after witnessing what we just witnessed, having that Corey Seeger superpower in the ninth to tie it up with just one mighty swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That looks like yeah, the coolest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. There's probably something better. What about like maybe a Dolis in the eleventh? But 
What about like Messi? You just like get Messi powers and you score a winning goal in the World Cup? Yeah, Bob, I thought maybe for you it would be you insert yourself Champions League final for Liverpool and from midfield a bicycle kick that, <laughs> or that just goes a, in. a curling top corner free kick. Yeah. Oh boy, that would be awesome. And then you get that one moment to go pose in front of the uh, the home supporters. Mm-hmm. That's, you got to remember tempting. you're going to be you're going to have the ultimate superpower at that moment greater as greater greater than any athlete has ever had. So if you take baseball the home run you hit is going to be 700 feet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a walk-off out Seagers of the was stadium. close to that. <laughs> it was. Like, if you had a superpower at the new stadium and, and you hit that and it just maybe naturals it and goes through the lights or something. Yeah, go full Roy Hobbs. Out of the stadium and yeah. everybody's like, how did it shatter the windows looking outside? Right. It looked like at that moment, like, I, I place a lot of importance on that game one, and it just looks like that might be the peak of any professional athlete's life. It's yeah. just that was unbelievable. having that moment. Yeah. You know? Looked I agree with so that. so cool. I also thought it'd be cool, say, to check into a Mavs game, get a lob from Luka, and execute the greatest dunk in NBA history. You dunk with like, your feet. Like Giannis comes over to block it, so you're, you're posterizing you posterize Giannis, somebody. Yeah, and it's cool. just the most unbelievable dunk ever. Okay, next hypothetical. Could the Cowboys hide you on special teams, and how long could they get away with it? One play after the guy returned the touchdown because I was running at him. Okay, would that happen, though? Because now you're already down a man because you have a kicker. So let's just say this is a kickoff or a punt. You're down a man because you have a kicker. Now that special teams unit is down two men. Because you have a kicker in you out there. So it's nine guys trying to tackle the return. I would say holder. Because I did that in high school. I could probably sneak past and be a holder on a kick. On the extra point attempt, if I'm on the defensive line, I mean, what do they ever do? Some of those guys just sit there. I like the... On the defensive side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But we're talking about the team that's kicking. And let's make it... Let's just say it's either a kickoff or a punt. And the kickoff is being returned, not out of the end zone. Oh you get annihilated on. A you kickoff. would get annihilated, but You'd be it a is, wedge buster. <laughs> would is. you get annihilated, or could you avoid contact? I, I like. I like. I guess I could lay down. I really enjoy this. <laughs> this is a great hypothetical, and and if I Jeez. if I may modify it, so appearance won't give you away. Like, we have some way right. to transform you into generic EA Sports <laughs> player body. The football uniform's not going to fit you real loosely. <laughs> right, right. I was going to say, after one kick, they would just spot you and go, okay, we're No, you look like, right you look like the others, right. uh, and, and, and so they can't tell that you're this slow or this feeble or, or have this bad of balance or this bad of hips. And then maybe the question is, what level of football could you blend in for a whole game of running special teams without being like the lead story. High school for sure. Okay, so you could go out there in a high school playoff game and you're running special teams for generic high school and, and you're just one of the guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I, I think, think we I could all get that. away with all that. Alright, now we'll move you up to like Juco. Juco. No. <laughs> the whole game? <laughs> you just just punts and kickoffs. That's all you gotta do. What kind of offense do we have? You're, 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 and by the way, at the high school level, at the very top, like six A, we'd probably be noticed. 
If you worked your way down to we're just trying a, to blind in though. It'd be so fast. We're filling the numbers. Like, why is that one guy always like last down the field? And like the the best whoever can do this, I don't know, gets fifty grand. And then so Junior is all the way up to the NFL, and this is his big night. He just has to run. Like eight punts, There's six no punt way. returns, you get no five kickoffs, and uh, three kickoff returns. After the first kick, they go, either that guy is injured or something is off. And like right. all, the, all the NFL shows. <laughs> He's drunk yeah, or. <laughs> all the NFL shows have departed from their normal coverage to just focus on this mysterious <laughs> special teams guy. An ISO cam on him. <laughs> the all 22s drop. I, I think for one play, you could get away. Like the second time you kicked off, they. I mean, they would just... Bones Fossil would sniff you out. Yeah, if yeah. you didn't lay down, they, they would seek you out to just toss you aside. You're just the R3 on kick cover. You're just running down there, <laughs> filling your lane, 20 yards behind everybody else. All right, and finally... I love that one. Would you rather be the last player off the bench for your favorite pro team, you're making the minimum, whatever that sports minimum is, or the greatest pro wrestler on the planet? <laughs> God, at this time, being the greatest pro wrestler, you'd, you, I mean, you'd be in movies and whatnot. You could make you're, unbelievable money. You're going to kill it. You're going to be so wealthy. But you have to be a pro wrestler and wear that stuff and do the acting. and Hell yeah. Act like you care 300 nights a year. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas, what's the... Uh, what's... You're, you're the last man on the bench for your favorite team. So you get to experience... you Brad Let's Miller. say you're a Cowboys fan. That sounds awesome. You just you get to experience that. Yeah, plus you get all the free gear and stuff mm-hmm. that comes. You're that making, what's awesome. the minimum? 600000 or whatever it is? Versus being You get to make rock. that, which is great. Boy, I could be Giannis's little brother at the end of the bench. Exactly. Or his big brother. <laughs> exactly. Thanasis. <laughs> Now, you're not going to make anywhere near the money or have the fame that you would as being the greatest wrestler ever. But you might die early if you're a wrestler. Maybe. Yeah, plus you probably do drugs. Yeah. Steroids or something. (laughs) Not projecting this as a real successful lifestyle. I want to be Thanasis. Okay. I want to be down there. Absolutely. Talking trash to the other teams, hiding behind my brother a little bit. Just be a mop-up guy in a bullpen. Get the per diem. If you were on the bench when the Rangers won, it would be unbelievable. Like Matt Bush. You're Austin Hedges just running around. You run out in the field and get the dog pile with everybody. Yep. I think I agree with that. You didn't have to pay money to get the gear afterwards. Yep. Yeah, I'd I'd say that. 